0: The Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast. Here's
1: your host, Sheila Dean. Hi, everybody. I wasn't always able to get the uh, the soundboard to work, so I'm kind of doing everything off mic. It's been an improv kind of an, uh, an improvisational dance every single show every weekend. So I think we're being diverted to that AI, AI show on. When I select the button, it doesn't show up as the unsanctioned citizen. And so this has happened uh, it didn't happen all week. It just happened today when I pre-programmed the show. So um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put support, support at dot call-in, Colin.com in the notes here. Okay, so if you can see that, and if you can hear me, send up an emoji if you can hear me. All right, excellent. Fantastic, I'll just keep going. All right, so if there's any problems with the show, this is our AMA. I'm hoping people will call up and, and, you know, kind of troubleshoot questions with me um, about what's going on. So I'm improving the show right now. But I'm also constantly working on public policy and things like that. So this week, we have a few things that are coming up. Uh, the uh, I think the wildest one right now is directly in opposition to some EU uh, proposed rules for AI that just came out. So let me just go, uh, this is in the links. I just want you to go up to the box that says uh, either that AI show or Unsanctioned Citizen, it's just confusing right now, but if you can put, there's links there. If you can push to the left, it says UN uh, Nations Policy Brief Talk talks about a, a, um, a global ID linked with your bank card. Not necessarily news, but more developments on that. They, they have a deadline, it's September 2024 for what they wanna do. Um, Obama stresses the need for digital fingerprinting so that for for misinformation, disinformation, malinformation, we know that's going to shut down uh, because we're not going to do that. And uh, he's not president anymore for a reason. Uh, and then this third or fourth one is the EUAI Act. This is really important. And I guess I guess if we're under the uh, that AI show, let's just let's just blow it out like a whale. Four, okay. EU AI Act, the first regulation on artificial intelligence, it says the, the use of artificial intelligence in the EU will be regulated by the AI Act, the world's first comprehensive AI law. Find out how it will protect you. So if you scroll down,
2: it says AI
1: Act, different rules for different risk levels. Now this risk-based regime You know has been kind of it's going up and down in the scales some of it sounds crazy some of it sounds reasonable some of it sounds like they're just kind of changing the language around so that it can mean exactly the same thing for despotic regimes like China so um, when they talk about risk in context of keeping it going we found out that Night Fury was a social risk score accommodation put through at DHS that was started in 2018 under Donald Trump so that was his business whether he wants it or not it's his business and he gets the credit for it Biden also gets the credit for it but he gets the credit for it night fury uh, assigns you a social risk score on par with say China so that there can be business continuity response for the agency of data training and data exchange for money so um, because of how powerful the appies are and how powerful they uh, tend to collect and collate and and uh, can be sold at nauseam by by these um, data brokers to say the intelligence services, just really easy. They just put in a purchase order and boom, there it is. Um, and while I have been talking about this for years, everybody suddenly, Glenn Greenwald wakes up this week, he's like, ah, ah, oh my God, it's real. It's not hyperbole. They're really doing it. And I'm like, bitch, they've been doing it for years. And I'm sorry they didn't listen to me. I'm sorry they didn't listen to me, and I'm sorry that they stuck their heads in the sand and said, oh, you're just being an alarmist, and it's not real unless I say so. So it's not, you know, I'm kind of frustrated with a lot of journalists who, who really pander to these, these upper echelons in a lot of ways. They don't tell the truth. I mean, this stuff is laying around. It's been laying around. In fact, and in reality, it's been our lives since you know a long time <laughs> uh, since Obama, and you know there's a lot of looking the other way at many things in all directions. Now I can't, I can't, you know, chastise my friends much because at least it, they acknowledge me now. <laughs> the rest of these people are busy. Shouting and yelling that I am not on board with MDM. Why aren't you calling out information and disinformation and malinformation for the states two minutes a day? Why aren't you doing that? And I think it's. And in that, I believe in my own personal civil liberties, and I never wanted to go be a part of. Eastern Bloc thinking circa 1977. I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. Um, because I have a U.S. Constitution, and it should be the basic, basic human rights package for, for, for Americans. That's, that's what my society promised me. I am still demanding it because of the social contract that I have. They are in breach of that contract right now. So that's what this AMA is about. Even if you don't answer, ask any questions, this AMA is about me problem-solving this problem. And it, it's the same problem every week, but it's a little different every week. But anyways, they unearthed this Night Fury, which is, interestingly enough, named after that, that uh, How to Train Your Dragon film. And it's it's got a cute little Night Fury on it. But that's what they named the program after, and I think that that's a, a social risk score. I didn't really get to the nut, and the nut is, is that there's a social risk score applied to American social media accounts to see how they risk on, based on the things that they say. Wait a minute, Brady, it's not time to talk yet. So in juxtaposition to the AI Act, I wanna read to you what the unacceptable risks are. So unacceptable risk AI systems are systems considered a threat to people and will be banned. They include cognitive behavioral manipulation of people or specific vulnerable groups. Google's probably gonna get on the chopping block right away because they've got apps that are busy Categorizing people's mental health and telling them what to do as some kind of like, oh, we're going to cover our, our rear ends. Like, no, you shouldn't be doing this at all. Okay, so, so cognitive behavioral manipulation or, or, of people and or specific vulnerable groups like autistic people. Um, for example, voice activated toys that encourage dangerous behaviors in children. There was an AI that was generated by Google that encouraged girls who were bulimic to continue with bulimic and anorexic behavior as diet behavior. Okay, social scoring. Wah, wah, wah. here's the nut. Social scoring, classifying people based on behavior, socioeconomic status, or personal characteristics. Okay, this includes political, affiliation and their right to speak things that you don't agree with necessarily so social scoring would be what night fury is doing right now it'd be made illegal in Europe according to the AI act also real-time and remote biometric and identification systems such as facial recognition so these are the three no-go points in the AI act this is what the what ai is being abused for today against you under this weird color of law system that we have right now okay so so now i will take your call brady you are not banned
2: you may speak freely <laughs> much appreciated no rush mundo, señorita um cool program thanks for hosting an actual show on ai and solving problems i'm all about it <laughs> solutions are what i'm focused on and so what do you what kind of solutions are you hoping to solve with ai today
1: well it's not necessarily ai necessarily it's like ai policy and 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 these are policies that kind of redirect how governments are, are misusing and abusing AI, AI because it kind of they've done a hard merge with big tech which you know what we all know is big tech uh, the government like the state all the big everybody complains about did a hard merge a mail merge and an Excel spread, spreadsheet ah, spreadsheet merge <laughs> with, with um, you know, the data brokerages that'll just sell it to them. That's the CAI program that came out and was exposed this week. It has the name now, but we know that they've been doing it for a while. We know that, that, and it's always been a concern. It's been a concern since the NSA was in our soup and discovered with PRISM. That's, that's been a concern. So, uh, but this Night Fury program... Uh, that's that's the program where where we're given a social risk score and why why would you need a social risk score Brady as an American well that that's because of something called business continuity response in order for us to continue to do business with uh, totalitarian China a continuity response is necessary to adjust and you know it's it's a uh, it's a corporatized corporate washed way of saying appeasement so the government's brand of appeasing things they they put they bricked in something so that our social media would conform with their business practices in mainland china that way they could when they they want something censored by the us it's dhs doing it i thought it was the state department all along state department was definitely part of it because they're part of managing policy with China but this is anti-American policy that we're somehow paying for and it's embedded at DHS no this is not an approved program I think in any any way shape or form there's no way it's legal and and I I urge you strongly as a problem-solving matter to contact Congress and tell them you don't want your taxes appropriated to DHS to give you a social risk score so that we're more palatable for China. Because all China's going to do is tell you, they said something bad about China and the virus. They said something bad about China and Tibet. They said something bad about China, period. They posted a picture of Winnie the Pooh. You got it? Shut them down. And so China pulls on a chain... And DHS checks you. How does that work? Exactly, Brady. In your favor. Is that, how does that support your sovereign rights as an American?
2: Simply. <laughs> and this resonates as well with Immer Data and Cambridge Analytic. about last time.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you have anything new they, on that?
2: Good question. I sadly I don't have anything new on it. Just that what they were doing with Cambridge Analytica was, of course, making a psychological profile of American citizens and then weaponizing that information to discourage certain groups of uh, more progressive individuals to okay. vote, and then encouraging more conservative Donald worshipping groups of individuals to actually not only vote but become more politically active.
1: So each side had their their contractors. That's so interesting. So can you put that in the um, in the notes, whatever you have. Like if it's Cambridge Analytica, that that matters. I don't think the people who voted for, for Trump are necessarily bad folks. It's a Democrat. It's a democracy, relatively. It's a democracy. If you vote for, voted for Donald Trump, that's who you voted for. I voted for Gary Johnson. That's because I'm a libertarian, and I pretty much always disappoint everybody during every election because they want me to vote for their candidate, and there's a lot of people I don't vote for. So if you can put the Emmer data in the um, in the chat, it would be really helpful. Brady. You still with us? Okay. I'm not getting any audio from Brady, I'm not so getting... I'm going to move on to Alexi. You can call you can come back up. <laughs> come on, Alexi. I'll take your call. Hi. Hey Alexi. Hello.
3: Yeah, I just Do want... you
1: usually have like long hair pulled to the side, kinda? Did you change your um, picture?
3: No. Okay.
1: No. Hey, well, have, have we have we ever talked before?
3: No, I don't believe so.
1: Okay. Alright what uh, what's your question or what are we talking about today
3: oh I just wanted to, to ask you to clarify what what is the connection with the China like is, is that in like part of the legislature or something
1: no it's business continuity it's response in order to kind of affect okay China is a um, everything is owned by China in China right? Like all the businesses are are nationalized, right? There, there's it's a Soviet Soviet model. It's communist.
3: Well, don't so, they have private property?
1: No, I don't think so. It's all it's all common property.
3: So I mean, I mean, the people in charge of like, you know, Alibaba or whatever, the one of those like mm-hmm. millionaires. It's like it's not their money. They can. I mean, yeah, I know it's like co- Chinese people are buying property in America, for example. Like, are they using mm-hmm. the state's money to do that?
1: Well, they're they're on the um, on the grace of the state. I'm I'm not a hundred percent what it's called exactly, but these are these are higher ranking uh, Chinese Communist Party officials and party members. You can't own anything, or you can't like have property. You cannot be a custodian. Of the state's property, unless you are a party member, so that's how it works over there. The higher oh. in rank that you are in the party, um, as a political worker, uh, you get to possess more stuff and indulge in things like business. You can you can conduct business if you are a higher-ranking party member. So, but it's all the state stuff as they say it's all the people's stuff but it's really you know it, it's it's animal farm we all know it's animal farm
3: well i so, mean i would disagree so yeah uh, it's, I, it's
1: okay that, that we're not agreeing on but, that but, but, but yeah. i think the generalized model is that the state owns all the stuff and that people are custodians of the stuff and they, they come over here and they try to buy american stuff but then it belongs to the chinese state
3: but okay, yeah. Th- honestly, that's kind of besides the point. Uh, my, yeah, I guess my my main question was, uh, where is the linkage, like, between the like the r- regulations they're uh, trying to pass right now, right, regarding AI and data and uh, China?
1: Oh, okay. Like with this particular example with DHS, there's something called business continuity response, and Would you business mind continuity over
4: that. So. yeah
1: yeah I'm going there if, if you'll get if you'll allow me um, so business continuity response is where basically there is a contract between two businesses and it's a, a transcontinental or an international contract and in this contract there are, uh, where there's regulatory flux so to speak um say China invokes a regulation where, where all your data are belong to us, which they did, you know, they, they put something, if it goes through our, our hardware, our software, our cloud systems, we own it. Um, so the business continuity response in some of those cases, when China invokes some kind of ownership in order to deal with them, that's, they're very difficult and they're very one-sided or one way so, uh, there was a policy for a long time of appeasement and what people who uh, dictate to the government, you know, like say big tech is very influential, so they they probably sent in a team of lawyers and just goosed it and said, listen, DHS, if you will just put these regulations in here and don't tell anyone... Um, uh, we can continue to do business because I know I know you have investments with with In-Q-Tel and, and with us. And in order for us to fulfill our obligations as a company, we need this business continuity response uh, to fulfill contracts with China. Okay, which means that we've got to be able to exchange the data as money, and we need to do what they say in form of appeasement. So. In order for our contracts, the existing contracts that we already have, to be okay, uh, we need to do this censorship of Americans. So you just put this in under the rug, under the radar, night fury, fly by, notice it, don't worry about it. And then uh, when when uh, we have an uh, American citizen that says they don't like China, we want you to just shoot it down. And it's America, in context of DHS, has become one giant Gestapo anomaly. DHS is a legal anomaly against the American uh, tradition. So we, we shouldn't be doing it. We should not be doing this at all. It's absorbing communist policy and and totalitarian policy re- reflective of the, the counterterrorism. Oh, we'll never abuse those powers. We'll never abuse counter-terror for anything wrong against our political opponents. We'll never do it to surveil Americans. You're just you're just afraid, you crazy alarmist. They have abused it. They have abused it. They've abused it. <laughs> They're abusing it right now. So um so my suggestion is to support Regulations like the AI Act in Europe, you know, voice opinions for global parity for this AI Act so that it is not abused against traditional Western values and opinions. And, and, and man, there's a lot of people trying to talk. Alexi, did I, I answer your question? Alexi,
3: you there? Can you hear me? Yeah,
1: can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now.
3: Oh, sorry. Yeah, I guess when I unmute, like, it doesn't immediately stop. I know, um, it's yeah, sort, You sort of answered it, but you kind of confused me. <laughs> you started going more towards, like, metaphysical stuff afterwards. But if I understand correctly, basically, uh, because the business uh, relations of American and Chinese companies... Mm-hmm. Uh, and With big tech. Know, typically contacts, big tech
1: and brokerage.
3: Hmm. Uh, they they asked basically the our homeland security to enforce the laws of like that are in China basically. So it's like loss by of proxy. basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. By proxy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah pretty that's, pretty sure
1: that's how it worked.
3: That seems pretty. Yeah, difficult to. Yeah, believe for me because I know like for example, you know, like when there's I- issues in Egypt, you know, the Arab Spring and like in Russia when uh, basically the governments asked the data uh, like the the data farms whatever, data storage places,
1: the the data you, well there's 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 data centers that store the data and then there's data brokers who who sell spreadsheets and, well, and basically get they, access
3: you know A country passes a law and says, like, hey, you can't say this stuff online. But the server that, you know, actually controls the information, right, is located in a foreign state. And then they basically hit them, right, and say, either enforce our local laws or we'll ban your whole system. Because you can't, you know, go invade their, you know, servers and, like, surgically take out data Mm -hmm. that you want. You can only either filter, which is very time-consuming, or you block the whole thing if they don't uh, agree to kind of uh, enforce what you want them
2: to do, right?
1: Well, I mean, you could. The, I think how they've gotten around that uh, to, for compatibility or to continue business is they build a mirror in in the nation state. So they take a data center and they build a mirror uh, that has the exact same data, uh, and then they they just ban for you know it, they put that in previous regimes they have just allowed the people to, to ban the mirror. You know, whatever's... Well, you know,
3: like, wait. There's, like, this uh, term, kind of the Great China Firewall or something.
1: Oh, the Great Firewall of China, yeah.
3: Yeah, when they basically certain, uh, like, uh, social media companies and stuff were banned, basically, and uh, China had to develop their own alternatives. Uh, yeah, that was, like, because the China couldn't force their local rules on the company because the company was international or like non-China local. But yeah, I think now a lot of states are beginning because they understand, you know, they can't force a giant international corporation to like change their ways because of their one local issue. Mm -hmm. So now I think they're more forcing them to uh, store data, national data for like users of that nation inside of that nation. I think a lot of countries are moving towards that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a goal cool just because they they can't control the things that happen outside of their borders, and I think that there needs right. to be some some reasonable na- national interest because every every country has a sovereign interest, you know, to regard its own people, to regard its own uh, laws and things like that. I don't think that makes you an isolationist. I think that makes you. A nation that that cares about its own preservation, a boundaryless nation, is is an international hooker.
3: <laughs> well,
4: I don't know but,
1: how else to put but, it. You know, like don't yeah, do think, that. Don't yeah, do that with your nation.
3: At the beginning, when information wasn't really considered like an asset, right? Uh, people didn't care about like what's stored where and stuff. But then, like, as it kind of began, began, began to be more, like, commercialized and used for intelligence purposes and stuff like that, right? And, like, like uh, it was mentioned before, Cambridge Analytica, you know, basically when you could extract value out of it and use it for, you know, your own purposes, then, yeah, countries became more concerned with storing it inside of their own national borders so they can have, you know, control over it, basically, or at least set the uh, rules and regulations, Right.
1: Yeah, and and it makes sense. That makes sense to me.
3: Yeah, it makes sense to me as well, right? Uh, But like, but they called it
1: vulcanization for some reason, and the only people who did that were a grip of people in Silicon Valley, who who want America to be every every nation's hooker on this. So they called us. We they called us. uh, You know, anti. What isolationist because we, we wanted to, to keep our pants on
3: well that kind of reminds <laughs> me about uh, you know uh, between two world wars there was that league of nations and Americans were like basically the congress did not ratify joining league of nations because they were like well that would make international laws supersede our, you know, our sovereign laws you know and it's kind of giving away your, your, your freedom in a way
1: yeah, so there, there's a group inside of our government, I think, that is working actively working against uh, both our laws and our sovereign national
3: interests. Well, yeah. It's, it's, if it's, not,
1: it's not my fault, but it's still happening.
3: Well, I mean, it's just uh, seems rational to me. Like, if you're a huge corporation, right, you have offices across the world. It's a pain in the butt to try to, like, fit all the local legislation. You'd rather just have one global set of rules that you have to follow, you know?
1: I, I mean, I, I understand how simple that is, but that's that's also how dictatorships start.
3: Standardizing rules?
1: No, like global rules, like totalitarian rules, like one one government, one rule for all. That's... that's well,
3: oh, not- I mean, isn't that the same thing as, like, having different roles in different like states, you know, inside a country or different cities. It isn't. You
1: know? No, it isn't because this is what we've seen over over the years. We we've, we've we've seen that it isn't different. It isn't like being uh, in the United States. It's like being co-governed by China and I don't uh, and and four other despotic nations with with no human rights record that I want.
3: Well, I—I I mean, I don't want to go into the moral aspect of it. I mean, is that basically your main argument? Is that uh, for moral reasons or ethical reasons? Is that why you think it's—it's—it's
1: it's, it's not idea? my main reason. My main reason is that that in the West, our our uh, our values and our and our constitution are being deprecated by nations by deferring and appeasing other nations with terrible human rights. Terrible Press Freedom Records. We are 45th. 45th in Press Freedom's worldwide right now, Alexi. Norway is number 1.
3: But I mean I don't we think We have it's fallen far. Right?
1: We have fallen far. That's not where we really need to be. We need to be way up there, definitely in the top 10, if not the top. For our because our constitution and our government protects Our, our speech freedoms, but they're not being protected by the government. The government is. There's a segment of our government that is betraying us.
3: Well, when do you think that started?
1: I would say it. It be there was a huge U-turn against public liberties right after two thousand one, when they adapted all the counter-terror laws. I mean, it started. The boat started to go that direction with Clinton but it really went cuckoo I mean it it covered you during this situation and then Obama just you know added gasoline and lit a match and said come on everybody it's a bonfire party of liberties Uh, let me get let let me get let me get this this news here with with uh, Obama I've got to cover this so Obama stresses the need for digital fingerprints to crack down on information that is not true former President Barack Obama called for Digital fingerprints. Hey, Mary, if you can be patient, you know, and let me get through this news item. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you're here to talk to us. Um, this, the need for us, the general public, I think, to be more discriminating consumers of news and information. The need for us to, over time, develop technologies to create watermarks or digital fingerprints, so we know what is true and what is not true. Obama told David Axelrod, a former Obama advisor who is now a CNN contributor, Fox News reported, there's a whole bunch of work that's going to have to be done there, but in the short term, it's really going to be up to the American people to kind of say, and I'm going to kind of say no. <laughs> you know, this is a Microsoft laundering pile so that, that again, it can be, it can be go to the middle with other global socialist people.
5: Go ahead, Mary. Oh, hi, Sheila. Um, thanks. Uh, I'm glad I found your podcast. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. I just can't believe what's going on. Uh, a couple headlines. One, I guess Anthony Blinken has gone over to China. That sure oh, he's going there, yeah. What, yeah, that sure fits in with what you're saying. They're busy selling us out. They've been busy selling us out forever. Mm -hmm. Do you notice how Russia is the enemy? Russia, Russia, Russia. But, you know, Russia really doesn't have, they're not producing our products. They're not, like, powerful economically. So, really, that's a deflection to ignore what they're doing with China. Because China has things we want, you know, and they produce all our stuff. And they're okay with that. And then you know the same thing with Saudi Arabia mm. it, um, you know Mary, like Mary, I, just
1: wanted, uh, Mary I just want to let you know that I'm looking down here in the comments and at this moment to 2.35 uh, p.m. Central Standard Time several of my listeners have complained about not being able to hear so oh, I can do uh, okay that that's good but um, the ones that are complaining about hearing I want you to know that if for some reason you can no longer hear the program because it just gets cut for you, it'll come over in the recording, you can hear it later. Okay. Uh, but, but sometimes our listeners cannot, their their audio, like their ability to hear the programming gets cut. That happened to Mark, who, who complained, who's in the listener section, hey Mark. Um, he yeah. complained that he could not hear the program even though I was still broadcasting continually. And, and the broadcast came over in the recording, 100%. So if you were experiencing this, I would like for you to, um, I would like for you to write support at Colin.com and uh, send in a support ticket and let them know what time the audio cut out and what program you were listening to and how, how long it was going. So um, go ahead.
5: Um, Yeah, I'm deeply concerned about that, too. The censorship regime, it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I really praise you for being aware of this for decades, obviously, and reporting on it and trying to get people to listen. Um, And, you know, now people are realizing after the Twitter files opened and then just all these horrible agencies that are doing this, including what you're talking about with the UN. And I guess I don't even know what to think. Like, you're right, it was after 9-11, this whole thing took off. But look at the way Obama just, like you said, added gasoline to that fire. He couldn't wait to shut down people like Assange and anybody else, Snowden. Oh my God. Uh, he couldn't wait to start exercising all this power. And now they've moved on to this digital what did you say? Identif- identification and yeah, et cetera. Digital fingerprints. I- digital fingerprints. And, that's, and then-
1: that's on the uh, unacceptable risk. Real-time and remote biometric identification systems, such as facial recognition. It's on their list of do not do's. This is a no-go.
5: And which is what's so frightening to me is the power that the media has still over people, even these failing cable news programs and stations and these losers that are on there still have an, a profound effect on intelligent Americans like my sister who gets her fix, gets her fix of, you know, uh Trump getting arrested or charged or whatever. And, and she's, not thinking to herself oh my god this is horrifying the other stuff that's coming out the fact that they now can identify the three scientists at the wuhan lab that first came down with covid the same people that had made it so covid would go into humans more easily Mm -hmm. and these people became sick now they know who they are but the the fifth link in our
1: um the fifth mm -hmm. link in our in our link section is the first people sickened by covid just what you just mentioned on the public um, yeah, that is included in this, and I'm so glad you brought it up. So, how are we going to solve this problem, Mary?
5: I don't know what. I guess I want to ask you, Sheila. Is what is this horrifying immorality that these people are suffering from? What makes people? I mean, these people are turning into. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm searching for the the name from like the Nazi regime who did experimentation on people and stuff. This is unbelievable, the control they want to have over people. And I'm sure you listened to America This Week with Matt Taibbi and Walter Kern.
2: And they were I talking about
5: a it. short story that, if you listen to it this week, talking about a short story, um, and I don't want to try to do the whole thing, but about the same thing. Total control that they achieved through, mm-hmm. like, an AI that exists inside your body that where they're controlling everything that happens to you
1: yeah I mean there's there's many renditions of this the transhumanist agenda that, that they're trying to launder say through through the World Economic Forum and through the tech companies and you know they're trying to get the technology inside of you and they've been trying to do that for I don't know 35 years so some some the clipper chip was part of it the clipper chip was was the beginning and then it moved the cheese moved somewhere else. So there's always been an agenda to to get technology inside of you so that it can control you and make you more robotic, make you more of a robot. And behaviorally, this has been achieved by handing our young people a telephone at seven years of age and then just leaving them to pot. Okay, so now, yeah. now the children that are in their 20s at this date, can't function they don't ask direct questions they can't they can't handle any kind of pushback or kind of questioning in a, in a common text like I'll give you an example I mean it'll happen four other times today you know if you get a business response in the first response they go directly to their text or to your text they don't ask you if you can if they can text you they just text you okay And then they make demands for information. Like, I can't do this unless you give me a home address. And I'm like, well, my home address isn't protected on text. Well, I mean, you don't have to do business with me then. And it's like, no, I mean, I just want to call you and give you the address, like, uh, over. And then they just ghost.
2: They don't respond.
1: They're like, hmm, can't handle, do it for me. Kind of, they just, you know, there's Mm -hmm. just no there's no negotiating they have not learned to negotiate everything is on or off you know binary switches and and it's like they're not gonna get through life like that and frankly they deserve to lose business if they can't can't negotiate things like I really would like to talk to you over the phone about this private thing also known as my address I don't mind giving you my address I just don't want to do it via text because I don't want to be inspected by third parties who are not, who are using your wireless. I just don't want that.
5: But it assists the government in social control because everything becomes black and white, on or off, you know?
1: Yeah. And, and um, I think that they don't understand. They only understand, like, I'm in trouble, I'm not in trouble. And everything is through a lens of compliance and they don't they don't understand bad or good or right or wrong they un, only understand i'm i'm in hell and i'm not in hell i'm i'm allowed to be here i'm not allowed to be
5: here yeah we kind of have to wonder if the ability of children to read nowadays is so impacted so badly and i've gone mm-hmm. around i live in chicago and i've gone around i was just telling a young woman who's very smart who i work with and i said i've gone to all these places the library the settlement house a block from my home and asked about and even like a Catholic school and I'm like, I'd like to help children learn to read. Oh, we don't have any program like that. I'm thinking to myself They used oh to my have
1: God. literacy it's... programs.
5: I, I it, it's alarming. And it's like, okay, so you want these children not to be able to read. You want them defenseless, unable to And do. ignorant. Ignorant, unable to look out for themselves, be completely compliant. And I think a lot of it's fear. And I wonder when my sister, who is two years older than me, and I'm turning 66 tomorrow, and and I say to her, you know, what about I talk, I mentioned those three scientists. I don't want to talk about that. Of course, she's a total deranged trumpeter. She doesn't see anything about what's going on with the other stuff. She doesn't want to talk. Well, I mean, about does she COVID? look at
1: other candidates? I mean, it's it's so weird. It's like they they don't see other candidates. They don't they don't believe in actual democracy anymore either. It's like it's like I have to do this weird social shaming, and and they I think they're coming. A lot of people are beginning to kind of defrost from that. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I think that they are because they realize it's it's not working out for their benefit like why am I doing this
5: Mm mm-hmm but they need to. what is their
1: why you know I mean Trump's out of office yes he's running again no you don't have to vote for him what is the point of all of this
5: right but they need to defrost from that and also wake up to the fact that the government is trying to control them why can't they wake up to what Obama is promoting globally what is wrong with you you not see the danger and you don't see what's happened to our society and how the people who are controlling things and really running things because joe mm-hmm. biden isn't running things um the danger that we're all in i don't know anyway i'm probably going to go out on this beautiful day in chicago so i'll listen to the rest of this later and i appreciate it Thank you so much. You know
1: you know Mary, I really appreciate you dropping in and saying hello and, and just just hold, keeping the faith for, for the things for your options, keeping your options open because I, I feel like in a, in a rational democracy, you know we can evaluate candidates based on our values. And if if your candidate doesn't reflect your values, then you get to pick a different one. And that is it just reinforced the value of democracy. Because they don't do that, that in totalitarian regimes, okay? If you find you're in a situation, I guess you know, I'm just I'm just affirming you on the basics. If you, because we're Thank kind you. of being talked out of the basics, just just affirm the truth, just affirm the basics. This is a democracy. You don't have to pick Trump. Just pick a different one, <laughs> and yeah. and 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 move on if you can. If you can persuade them to, to you know, what are your values? You know who supports your values what's your conscience can you vote your conscience and and then you know just kind of go back to what you used to do normally and then if
5: they see you doing it maybe they'll do it too <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah but I already told her that I, I like the fact that RFK is you know speaking up about all this stuff and she's like oh he's crazy so you know, it's always like that person's crazy because they believe that JFK was assassinated by CIA, which he well, was. you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna let that let their
1: opinions, you know, just because they think he's crazy. I think, I think Biden's, you know, decrepit and can't run anything right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, that's a form of, of you know, it's not crazy, but he's not mentally fit for the job.
5: No, he's not. No, he's okay, not. so
1: you know, same, same difference.
5: Yeah, no, you know, she it's doesn't I- Biden <laughs> She doesn't want by neither want But like I told her, I said, look, these parties are not going to give us a choice. They're going to simply, you know, install the person they want. Um, I don't, I, mean, I don't, don't be-
1: necessarily believe that. So, it, it, and and that's why I'm I'm saying, like, why don't you stand on the basic mores of of democracy? Go to the ballot box. Don't di- di- just dispose of the thinking that you know this decision is already made for you it isn't you know hold your shape you know mm-hmm. don't just don't be in, in meniscus you know where anything then yeah and you know you can be easily overpowered by other people's ideas no you no know, hold your shape you know say these are my values and, and stick with that <laughs> as your own voting your, your own individual voting platform that's the only thing I have. That's all I've got.
5: All right, thanks, Sheila. You take care. Have a great day.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Mary.
5: All right, bye now.
1: Bye. And I, I don't. I don't have you know the world of rules, but you know if you just stick stick with what's normal, you can you can do it. Hey, ask me anything, Mark.
0: Hey, Sheila, how are you this afternoon?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm doing all right. I I think my um I'm gonna get to the bottom of the, the, the call-in uh, technical issues that I've been having.
0: Yeah, I've been tracking that with you, and I know that the other day there was that giant glitch, and I know you're working through all that. So I uh, appreciate and applaud your tenacity with trying to get that taken care of because I know it's incredibly frustrating for you particularly, but also for the folks who want to be a part of your programming too. So thank you for doing that. Hey, uh, first of all, I wanted to say happy birthday to Mary tomorrow. That's fabulous. Happy birthday, Mary. It's good to hear your voice and, and hang in oh, there. Oh, I didn't know I it was her
1: birthday. Did I Did I miss that? Mary, is it Tomo- your birthday? I
0: think she's tomorrow, I think.
1: Oh, tomorrow. Well, <laughs> then happy birthday, Mary.
0: <laughs> and uh, and I love the advice you gave her in terms of how to see it and, and how to stand down the pillars and the platform of your own conscience and Thought process and, and values and what's important to you. So I thought it was great counsel to her. Hey, I wanted uh, just to ask you, and you may have talked about this already, Sheila. So if I'm bringing up a topic that covered, I apologize. But uh, I think you're aware of the fact that um, that Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi and Russell Brand are going to be hosting a major event on the censorship industrial complex.
1: Oh uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, Thursday in London. I actually bought tickets. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to no make it over way. there. No <laughs> way.
1: Do you want to do a remote uh, call-in? Like, I would love yeah. to hear from you.
0: I, like, yeah. Like, do you want
1: to do a call-in? I'll make you a special guest, and you just kind of, kind of remote in.
0: Thank you very much. In fact, I'll take you up on that offer if I go. Just know that I'm fifty-fifty right now. I've got. I've got some things booked, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet to do it because it's it's a major undertaking to do that. Uh, but I also think that it's a, a really seminal event, and I think it's going to be incredibly important. And, and I think they've been low key about kind of how it's going to go down, but it's I think they're going to have a really good turnout for it, and I and I know they're you know they just broke this news on the you know patient zero. Uh, from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Oh, yeah, that's incredible. The, the stuff that these guys are coming up with and unearthing through their investigative reporting is absolutely incredible and such a great value to trying to get underneath all of the, sadly, the lies and the myths. And mis- Truly misinformation that we're getting from our, our governmental sources, and I'm so appreciative of what those guys are doing, and I and I stand in complete. It's almost like
1: America. an international like chieftains council of Gen Xers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> good way to put it. <laughs> it's Very like true. okay,
1: we're we're going to across the pond to have a white guy uh-huh. council.
0: Well, <laughs> um, um, yeah exactly and I'm wondering why are they going across the pond maybe it's cuz Russell Because there. because the
1: UK is where they're going to shunt the liberty
0: that's where okay. they're getting
1: it done that's where they're they're going over there to the UK where under the five eyes guys and yep. then they're saying we're we're going to we're going to shunt all due process and shunt free speech because we can because right. you know the the UK right. government allows for it The tyranny of the UK government that we left to come to America to have (laughs) liberties,
0: okay? Ironic. You know,
1: (laughs) we did this Five Eyes agreement handshake, and then we go over there and we betray our own people.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's crazy irony, and it's but it's (laughs) but it's happening right in front of us. And anybody, and I'm just I'm just I'm, I'm concerned that there's about at least half the population or more here in the u.s. we have not woken up to what's going on and this is an opportunity to help bring that to light but it really needs to happen because if it doesn't it's all gonna slip away in a relatively short amount of time and it's Im- almost impossible to get it back once it does
1: okay so you like my solution you know do, do you want like kind of our, our live correspondent <laughs> I mean I'd <laughs> like to or- organize more with you offline if you can um, I would, you're I would to... love
0: to I know you were in I know you were inviting uh, folks to, to write and help you with your programming and I'm uh, you know you've heard from me before uh, when I was on my bike ride here in Houston and um, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to I'm ready ready to assist you because I'm not going outside it's too damn hot right now it's I
1: cannot happen. believe that you are going to be there that's incredible
0: well, I'll let you know, okay? I'll send you a little note if if I pull the trigger and, and, and make it happen. And if I do, I'd be happy. Do, do you to know do how to book with program.
1: the program?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. If you could send I Okay. Me, so I'm going to
1: tell – I'm going to give everybody the same information. If you okay, want to, to book here, um, go to https yep. um, colon forward slash forward slash right. Sheila, S-H-E-I-L-A-M. Right. As in Mary, Dean.com right.
0: right? Okay.
1: Okay, and then forward slash contact. Okay. okay, and then and then just put booking in the subject line, and okay. then send me send me the um the query, and then I'll just follow up with you, about okay, uh, who, what, when, where, why, how, and we'll we'll try to get it good. on the on the die.
0: Awesome, awesome. I appreciate that. That sounds great, Sheila. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right. Did you have anything well, else I'll... for us, Mark? Not at the moment, Sheila, but thank you for asking, and I'll relinquish the floor back to you and uh, your other guests,
6: okay? <laughs> uh, I'll see my time.
0: Thank you, Senator. Yes, let me get my draw going on there. Okay, thank you, Sheila. <laughs> I appreciate it.
1: We'll see you next uh, time.
0: I'll give the floor the wonderful woman from Austin, Texas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so acknowledged
0: <laughs> thank you alright take care talk soon
1: alright so we're going to take Reza next you get up there Mark <laughs> okay Reza hello I, I know you've been following hello. the program
7: hello. hello
1: hi Alex I'm glad you came back um okay Reza um
7: Welcome to the show, oh, I know this is the first time goodness. you've... this way wait, 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 This is stabilizing. <laughs> <laughs> give me a sec, give you, me a sec. Your can you, can you hear me? Through, like. Oh my god, this is, majestic. wait. just say, wait. The Connection is stabilizing? Is my upstream fine? My upstream is good as, I'm, as I can see on in here. I mean, it shows my up, down, and up streams. I can yeah, hear it, you. It looks, yeah, it's, but com- it's coming mm, across fine. You should hear yourself. <laughs> All right, so, let's allow this to stabilize. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I sound to like I'm trying or something, what?
1: No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything. My, like I'm, I'm talking yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Did you have a AI question for the show?
7: <laughs> what is it?
1: Everyone can hear you, Reza. Is it Reza or Reza? Hello? Okay. Well, come back when you have a question, okay?
7: Just allow me to use another phone. Like, this This app you, here. You can
1: come back. Just come back when you're ready, okay? Yeah, I
7: have... Uh, yeah,
1: Okay, so I don't think his his technology was was, uh, cooperating with him. Um, So I'm glad everybody came. I can get through a couple more of these. I needed to talk about this UN policy brief before we get out of here. The United Nations policy brief talks of a digital ID linked to your bank account. Again, it's not super recent news, but I I think that there's some additional developments. And this is um, from Reclaim the Net from Didi Rankovic. So the United Nations, or at least some um, some in the United Nations, effectively pulling the strings must feel, it's about their feelings, uh, that they are falling behind with pushing controversial ideas like digital ID compared to the likes of the WEF, the World Economic Forum, even if they're pushing in the same direction. And now we have some in the UN making the case of not only introducing digital IDs, but making them... Central authorities link them with people 's bank or mobile accounts, okay, and this shows up amongst a free polls and initiatives described as chilling you know it's it's never anything new it's always it's chilling it's repressive it's totalitarian because it is i mean there aren't different you know i I feel like I should come up with like a new uh not boring you know adverb. You know, synonym for repressive, you know, draconian, <laughs> Orwellian, you know, it's just all the same monikers. They just get, they're just so hackneyed at this point. I want something new, something fresh. It's been 15 years. I just, the same old monikers. Anyways, uh, included in three policy briefs titled A Global Digital Compact Reform to the International Financial Architecture and the Future of Outer Space Government. Yes. Alien government. That's where it's going. The purpose of the briefs is to work out what's known as UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres, the vision of our future, our common agenda. That should be given the green light in September 2024 during an event dubbed the Summit for the Future. From the report, digital IDs linked with bank or mobile money accounts can improve the delivery of social protection coverage and to serve to better reach eligible beneficiaries. Digital technologies may help to reduce leakage errors and costs in the design of social protection programs with an ES. Not unlike their unofficial counterparts over at the WEF, the UN also speaks about basically regulating global digital identity future and uses uses phrases such as international cooperation and many stakeholders who will advance principles, objectives, and actions, in other words, rules. And for wait for it, an open, free, secure, and human-centered digital future. But they're not free. Typically, whatever these guys have planned, it's not it's maybe it's free for them, as in like it's free crap, it's free access, it's a free way for them to to get into your life. Like it's it's like free for them, but it costs you everything. So I want to know about this this kind of version of free where basically it's an inverted version of free like it's free for them to do whatever they want and then you're their serve that's how it is right now Uh, I don't think they have it different (laughs) critics however firmly believe that and continue to make their case that the digital future as envisioned by these groups official or informal is going to be quite the opposite of an open free or human centric Okay. I'll take your call, Reza. How are we gonna fix this? Hello?
7: Hello? Wow, well, it's the same account as before. Still trying to load another version of this app. Something is going on. They don't want us to talk truth. And yeah, just like this. Who, who's said, they? Heavy censorship. I come online, I get online teaching advanced Java and they take down my episodes. Hmm? It's so everyone, huh. anywhere.
1: Advanced Java.
7: I'm a live Well, I mean, Java is an uh,
1: insecure yeah. application. The applet's okay. very insecure for, for information Other languages, everything. but it's a good developer language for for lots of things
7: Oh, you're talking about the dangers of using java or
1: yeah i mean uh, some of the worst like information security breaches like, I've, I've ever sustained in my like whole life I, I think i think i realize
7: yeah.
1: yeah it depends the worst that i've sustained in my life was through a java app like totally invaded <laughs> but it was a long long time ago and i don't use anything like, java related so,
7: like, Jakarta, in the 11th version... <laughs> if Java had a garbage collector, it would just uninstall every single other app you had upon execution, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it's just, the code is just perfect, as long as you know how to code. The problem with Java is, we don't have Java coders. We just have a bunch of more ones that just, yeah, system out, print-line. System, yeah, yeah it's an,
1: it's unfortunate like i wish somebody had had been conscientious about how to make java more secure uh
7: yeah someone should have just continued with it they shouldn't have sold java to, to the oracle they're just a bunch of morons so, yeah to be honest
1: okay so so but that's that's, that's a that's In a group. problem that's a problem how would you solve it now that Oracle has them, what
7: would you whole... have them do? Uh, I know exactly how to do it. Like, yeah, the thing we you, you, you've been talking about, it's just as though I'm talking to myself. And other guys here as well, there are others who would be saying the same things. But, yeah, great talk, great talk. Do record. Like, for example, just imagine you want to come up, come up here now, talk some heavy, heavy shit that would just... Some heavy shit going down. And they cannot take it, they'll take your life down. Right? So well, you, you uh, I don't think that they're do this on another to platform. do that. Right, right said so, that you're in, you?
1: in Austin, Texas, the uh, there's additional legal protections. So um say the federal government
4: gets
7: uppity uh yeah, using their I do get on you.
1: But still,
7: I have so made what? AI's they, ma- they or apps myself:
1: ma-
7: so. Yeah, I get you. But still, just add layers upon layers, upon layers of protection to the content that you're creating to mass distribute online. Then later on you can add voice filters, you can add your own alter. Ego. So you see, the thing is, you won't lose. What you have created, then you won't lose the fire to fight them back. Otherwise, you go, you get online, for example, you, you go live on YouTube here, there, and they take they take it down. It's like they are taking the shit on your fire. You get me? <laughs> well,
1: I'm diversifying my platforms. Like I have a platform diversification plan. Like I, I use Substack, I use
7: Podomatic. But um, do you I'll first see. stream it in your like? It's like setting shop in someone someone else's. Set shop in your own first, then just mass distribute or just distribute like But well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Just talk to yourself. as Like you're talking to us right now, right? First, record the episode just talking to yourself. Use like Camtasia Studio. Like the most basic tools available. To record that session, then I'll teach you just like, if you don't know, just easy peasy. Just to stream it here. Take it down, stream it again, stream it again until they just give the fuck up. <laughs> a or N. And, yeah.
1: And we lost
4: Now you Eddie. see
7: the... So, the, I'm, sorry. The I'm friendship. sorry.
1: We lost Hedda. You know what? We've done similar things. Um, but, you know, I, I think that... that um, I've done similar things like that before in the past. When we've, we've had successive audio issues. I'll pre-record a program with, say, like a guest and just
7: run it uh, as an audio file. And then... You can also, like... It's you not the same as
1: having a, a, a live college show where I'm talking.
7: Yeah, it's definitely. But if uh, the things I've, I'm working on right now is, like, you can create something that to the audience would be even better than what, than what you're doing right now. Like, to inject your own, not the whole thing, just enough parts of your consciousness into the AI and your voice as well that will make you sound exactly just what you are. So, if even if you have to repeat it, it will be just the same shit, so you won't have to be sitting behind your PC all the time, just doing doing shows like this. It has your voice, okay. your well, consciousness. Well, I got
1: I got just, it, I got it. If you can wrap it up, Teddy's
7: back, he wants to talk as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll go down and also listen. Listen. Sure.
6: Okay. Um can you hear me? I
1: can hear you fine.
6: Thank you. Okay, okay anyone, Sheila. Welcome to the, the program. Thank you so much. It's actually the first time I've caught you. Um it's really nice to hear someone out of Austin. Um That's Houston good. here, so. <laughs> so We got two huge nights. We got Mark. I know. and Teddy. And then we have Hopefully uh, it's not a as time. Hopefully it's not well, as blisteringly hot for you. but I wanted to get some hope I I wanted some hope and I've been feeling pretty lacking lately and what would you say is a good first step for someone looking for digital privacy
4: I don't know how that happened.
1: the government, uh, they know that there are, are problematic things that are going on, illegal things, things that are outside uh, lawful conformance. Like from the government side, like their government has a set of rules and laws and regulations that they have to conform to. And when they don't do it, that's something called malfeasance. And you can defund them. You can uh, fire the people who organize the rules. Um, you can you can do a lot of things. Uh, you can, there's disciplinary measures that can go in, um, and those people can be reshuffled. They can be put out of power. Um, and the, the programs can be disbanded. Like they can be chucked. Um, I think what's been problematic recently and the, the thing, the rules-based order is what everybody's really complaining about, the rules-based order. Okay. So this week the Republicans got together with a few other people and they they had a rules uh they had a rules meeting and the rules meeting good grief teddy why'd you get thrown out okay i'm gonna put you back up in the the speaker hey can you just call back in <laughs> beam me up beam me up. okay i'm so sorry teddy this happens Acting kinda of funky. Um so but let me just finish my thought here. You're welcome to just call back in and I'll I'll put you back on mic. I don't know really what's going on. Support at Colin guys. If you're having issues with the platform, support at callin Teddy. So so the morale builder would be like there's a shock and awe element that goes on with this, and I think you need to just take time out and recognize that there that you have to kind of reorder your life per per um, hardware software you do it per per venue like okay like your, your phone is a venue you look at all your apps and you just take stock of everything you go through your settings and you just you know you do it quietly kind of meditatively like get to know the settings feel feel good about it, get get a level of confidence, you do it one at a time, and then once you get in that confidence, you get speed behind you, you feel better about it, and you start flying through these settings, and you feel like, I'm not letting this person in. Like, yesterday, and, and it will also get in your head sometimes, like, you don't know when they are abusing the, the, the Stingray Tower signaling, because sometimes they'll do it more, sometimes they'll do it less, um, But again, June, there's this onslaught of news where they tell you how you're compromised. And during the Snowden leaks, exactly, it happened in June.
6: I was I was typing. I didn't want to interrupt you, but um, that definitely does help. I will admit that I've been very disappointed by Texas leadership as of late. Um, But if it's uh, at all worth a shot, then um, I'm willing to take the time to write, to call them, and you know, be a bug for them (laughs) Um, because.
1: I think it's
6: going to help actually. It's gonna, it's gonna I, give I'm you more. thrilled to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um, because uh, I, I've been the butt of many people's jokes, and I would say that, you know, I, I've given up trying to make myself uh, digitally um, unseen or unheard or private in any sort of way, shape, or form. However, I don't want to be a part of that problem of normalization, of lack of privacy and um, it's not okay for us to accept things that are unacceptable.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there, and I, I'm, I'm kinda concerned about your, your, your thought that you're the butt end of the joke. You know, and I think people who, that happens, I think, Teddy, because people who benefit from the privacy regime, the anti the anti-privacy regime, they make a lot of money, girl off of keeping you not private.
4: They make a ton
1: of money. So they will they will un, they will be merciless and they will they will heckle you because that's what they did in Seattle. I'd show up with legit but, privacy and they would try to
6: laugh me out of the building and stick pens on And yours. the the people who are worst about um, privacy are the ones who always would signal that they're for privacy and um Oh like for This is that's a perfect example. Okay, so
1: yes. Pri- we value your privacy. No, they, they value the data architecture that violates your privacy. That's what privacy means to them. Okay, that's gaslighting.
6: <laughs> They're gaslighting you. <laughs> I don't want to end up like Canadians where they have to uh, watch their speech online based on any new legislation that goes into law it's ridiculous how I would have considered Canadians to have very similar values to Americans for the most part. However, um, they don't have a First Amendment. They don't have the constitutional freedom of speech. And um, when you involve uh, technology and a digital platform and, oh, you know, it's a private company, X, Y, or Z, then it gets to be um, very gray areas. And I want things to be clear and straightforward, you know, I, I'm an American, I, I'm a red-blooded American, and I believe that people should be able to say whatever they want to say, even if it hurts the government, you know, it, well, I mean, it's, it's wrong. right is part of the First Amendment.
1: You know that grievance is part of the First Amendment, right? That you have the right to, to express your grievance with our government. That, that's right there in the First Amendment. I've got it here on the desk here. Sure. Sure. prohibiting the establishment of religion and the free exercise thereof they try to cut off christians and and other people of faith and they can't
6: do that um right but (laughs) when it becomes uh twitter is now the the place where you have your public square and you know anybody could be banned off of twitter and it's nobody butts an
1: eye at it Sure, but the, the
6: reach the reach of somebody to be able to get the word out quickly and efficiently is very much increased versus, you know, going to downtown and shouting with a sign, um, oh, I, I who's going hear. to listen or care? <laughs> Sure, plenty of people have no interest in being public figures of any kind, but they still want to make some kind of impact in their community, in their nation, you know, Um, and just have the desire to make a difference, even if it's a small one, without um, claiming to have any sort of brand or desire for fame.
1: That is wrong in all cases this goes against all legal process and you know i will say that about people that i agree with people that i don't agree with people that i like people that i don't like people who are are nuns and people who are terrorists they're all entitled to due process if they make a foul on this on this american soil they're, they're entitled to a lawyer and, and a court date so, um, that's not news, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm sticking with it, I'm just going to stick with the facts. So Reza, I hope you have a, a, a question I can answer for you.
7: Uh, yeah, thanks, i funny. Well, why don't you make us, Teddy and I, uh, speakers, so you wouldn't have to just accept the Excel, I mean, we can go on mute, it's not like we don't know respect, right? <laughs> But beam up, I mean, oh, a speaker is up. Just add to the speaker, um, moderator,
4: whatever, yeah. That's uh, yeah, where are you guys? Just where are you? I've been messaging you for like, since God knows how long.
6: well i just wanted to come back up here and say that you didn't kick me i had actually just dropped myself back down to a listener and thank you sheila for hosting this talk this afternoon i mean it's getting me pumped up to want to do something different instead of just doing the same thing over and over again and expecting anything to change um i'm gonna have to go but thanks again i will um see if i can look at that, uh, Texas legislation, I wanted to see what it was called first before I head out.
7: Hey. hey, is my voice coming through now? Sound and clear, clear and sound. Is my voice coming
4: through now? Sound clear. Oh, the latency. Hey.
7: still better than nothing, right? The reason is I'm...
4: The reason is I'm...
7: I got multiple apps I'm often on my phone. Let me got- close-
4: to me All right. Here's what you do.
7: Here's what you do. You go inside your settings on Android, for example, and you deny the main app, the calling app, access to everything, and you force to solve it at the same time. In date de- like mobile data usage restricted, denied access to all the hardware, everything. All right. Then you use. Like Tor browser or any other browser secure, even Chrome would do. And uh, you log in using another account, or hmm, perhaps another account would be better. A new one. Or you ask somebody else, one of a friend you have, like I just what I just did to do it for you. This would be just a quick solution in scenarios like this. And cheap shutters, they do cheap shots. It just makes me wanna hurl. Like they know I've just woken up. I, I know. They know I'm asleepy. That's when they they fucking attack. My life as well. Like I had this life for like 30 hours I was alive. And they did it. They did the exact same they don't have the 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 courage to attack me when I'm like high <laughs> even when they know i got some energy to defend myself single-handedly not even having to call a friend be there hackers from my own fucking government or from your side or from inner colon and outer colon what